0: Hey, so welcome to the Raise Your Diamond podcast here with Professor George Gujot. And hey, I'm David. Dave Fluffy Reeves. Uh, today we're talking about UFC 293 middleweight champion um, Sean Strickland and the major upset from this weekend. And we're going to talk about the new bantamweight champ, Sugar Sean O'Malley. And then we're going to talk about um, Valentina Shevchenko trying to reclaim that women's flyweight belt this coming weekend. So we're going to talk about everything now in combat sports. Be sure to check us out wherever you get your podcasts, and on Instagram, um, and on Twitter at the Raise Your Diamond Podcast. All right, Professor George, here it is. Tell me your thoughts on Sean Strickland and Izzy. Tell me what you got. This is fun for us to do.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you guys are listening to you know it's, uh, with the experience you guys see that Sean Strickland being a world champion, biggest underdog. Um, it's kind of not my. Favorite thing to do, to talk about fight predictions. I don't like, like fight predictions. But after a fight, analyzing how the fight goes, I don't mind that at all. If you guys got to watch the fight, Sean Strickland has the best one-two in the game. It's not even extended. It's like almost like a little, right? Like yeah. this, So it's not technically sound. But if you are a coach, if you understand martial arts a little bit better, and you go watch the fight again, yes, he throws the best jab and cross in the game. From different, slightly different angles and different times, also he throws a two-one, a one-two, a two-one-two, a one-two-one. So it's not that easy and that predictable. He always he doesn't move has movement, head, his movement, head movement, but his guard is straight up high, so it's hard to hit. And he did a real good job with the leg work, oh, yeah. which is the he walked forward and checking the lead leg really high in the back leg, so he was kept, he was checking the kicks, he was keeping easy from landing any pretty much significant kick at all. Because he was doing the tip, the little push kick, and with the guard high, close to his knees, marching forward, pretty much becoming almost like an impenetrable unit Mm -hmm. for kicks and and push kicks. Uh, He he fought a real good fight. I think despite he's a crazy man, Uh, he fought a very good fight. And the fact that he didn't care, literally, truly, just wanted to fight, loves to fight, and came in like a dog to a dog fight. Didn't care. Said the bell doesn't mean anything. This doesn't mean anything. Just wants to make money for his family. Good old American boy. I think that made him extra dangerous. And he followed the strategy and the game plan. And on top of easy, I truly believe, I hate saying things, but I think he didn't train as hard, as motivated, as driven that he had trained for Pereira because he could at least put the trigger in the fourth and fifth round, knowing he was down, knowing he was losing. And he didn't. As long as he was... He was afraid to just go for broke and, and fight for his title. He was you know he was gonna, he losing the fight. And I didn't see any sense of urgency, brother, in the fourth, even on the fifth round, I did not see easy going for broke.
0: Let me let me circle back to that one, but let me bring you back to so like the fight, there's no doubt in our mind Strickland won the fight. Yep. And that was a that was a big deal, right? Yes. Like cuz we've seen so many of these upsets come and you're just like, "Oh man, that could have been either way." No, it wasn't either way, it was it was a one-sided victory. He was winning, he was talking towards the end of the fight to the champion, the champion wasn't reacting to your point. Um, what do you think about, so the, the thing that stood out to me, and yeah, I, I heard the pre-fight stuff, um, heard the post, which we'll talk about also, but um, how about the fact that all fight week, no eye contact with Izzy. Strickland had nothing to do with it, didn't want to look at him. What do you think about the mental games he was, playing? even his walkout to the fight, didn't look at anybody, just I, did the normal punch himself thing. What do you think about I, all that? I,
1: um... I don't think it's uh everybody has a gimmick nowadays, and that we can talk about that later, just uh just the fact that you see Sean O'Malley and Sean Strickland right now being the current world champions or something everybody goes up. But we get to that later. Um, Strickland is normally like that. He's detached, he detaches himself completely from fighting. Completely. He talks about something else, he's just wanders around like looks for squirrels until it's time to fight, and he's nothing but about to fight. Is either he's completely out, he's completely in. He I think it's a huge mental advantage for him to be that kind of person that's so detached from the, the fame. If you guys watch the interviews, it goes great. If I win, my life changes, I make more money, and I'm famous for another 10 months or whatnot. If I don't, I go back to my house, to my Honda, and people keep hating on me and talk crap about me. That's how that's who he is. Mm-hmm so he
0: plays the bad, I, he plays the bad guy but he plays the bad guy he plays himself well i mean he he went viral for that video of the mirror lock where he he smacked i can't remember that guy's name but smacked the guy in the face during the training session um he you know he plays the bad guy real i heard the post fight um stuff and the post fight stuff kind of resonated with me because he said you know listen um this belt means nothing to me yeah it means absolutely nothing and the ufc did not want to hear that This means nothing to me it was all i care about is the paycheck all i care about is what you're going to pay me for it how much can i sell this belt for he literally said that during his post interview what can i sell this belt for today um now they're posting pictures up um and i I saw some pictures hit hit today that were him duct taping his belt because a piece fell off the belt um in his house with his guns drywall (laughs) like hanging on the drywall in the background just um, talking about he's not losing his He's got a $16,000 Hyundai And he's not trading it in um, So, I mean, I, I do agree with you I think that he just is who he is He's just there to fight Make a paycheck and get out I don't think that benefits the UFC it I don't does, think Not that, at all No, and I don't think they're going to want him Now, if he keeps playing the back Chael Sanin did a good job But Chael Sonnen was, was and is charismatic Eloquence and- very charismatic. Very eloquent. Yep.
1: Very amazingly intelligent with the quips. Chael mm-hmm. is a very intelligent man.
0: And and did a good job yeah. playing the bad guy. Yes. I don't know if we get Strickland playing when the same Chuck thing. When Sean
1: Strickland goes deliberately and spontaneously says, Hey, this place is really nice. How can you guys all be descended of convicts and have such a nice country? How fuck does that happen? But he has no filter. I know yep. what it's like to be born with no filter. I know, but yep. he's just—that's how he is. And we asked him, Goes, how? What do you think, Izzy's doing right now? And he goes, huh? Probably talking to Dana. And Then it's like, what? The, what did you just let happen? Yep. Why is this guy supposed to be my champion? That's what he's saying. Dana doesn't want me to be champ. You know, it's, he's open about it.
0: The best fighters don't always make the best fighters for the UFC, mm-hmm. and that's that's important. Let's go back to Izzy now. It's something you you started to talk about, but um, what's next for him, man? Like, what do you see? How does he pick it back up?
1: I didn't stop good question. I didn't stop to even care to think because I I know it hurt him. I know that he didn't walk didn't want to talk in the pros fight. Eugene had to actually uh almost unwillingly speak for him. He didn't want to be there either. The coach did not want to be there. He's hurt but he goes, I love living. He always says, I, I hate to lose, but I love living. I don't wanna I don't know because I didn't see that much hurt.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: didn't see that much. I am the greatest of all time. I want to make sure that I leave the biggest and best legacy. He's able to do it, too. He's able, if he wanted to, to be bigger than Anderson. But now, the kind of edit, that, nah, not like that.
0: You think, I he's, think, I, think he's got the desire? Like, all right, so... He does. So, Piera, right? So, he loses that fight. Yeah. And then it motivates him. He comes back. Yeah. Wins that fight in and in huge because, fashion. Yes. Now, he loses to Strickland.
1: Um, Let's go back. Before I say loses to Strickland. He thought Strickland was going to be another record-building mm-hmm. thing, another Agreed. title of defense. Agree. Another, he said, it's the same old déjà vu. I already know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen to that man. It he goes. he's a whole different fighter. You're just a mean hillbilly going forward at you, mean with one two. Well, that two landed right on his cheekbone.
0: Mm-hmm. So now, does he come back? So what's next for Strickland? Right? Is it? Is he bounce back? Um, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you're looking at
1: He should not get an immediate rematch. That's not, well, that's not a right. I
0: but so. let's, let's, let's iron it out here. Should he? Well, maybe no, but for the UFC purposes, should he? Because Izzy sells pay-per-views. Strickland by himself is not going to sell a pay-per-view. And who's he going to fight? Driscus, yeah, uh, that Whitaker, that is, Cannoneer. This,
1: so you're thinking, right? What if Izzy comes back? Yo, and you, my brother, man. And Strickland beats him again.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's it's a done deal. Now right? what?
1: Now what? They, they're supposed to be the greatest of all time. Who was supposed to be the greatest of all time one time? Ronda Rousey. Then another one. Andrea Arlovsky was the first one. <laughs> to remember? Yes, nobody could yes, yes, yes. And then it was Ronda. Oh, and Unbeatable. Every Unbeatable. Jose Aldo. Aldo. Conor McGregor. They all they're built to be inv- George St. Pierre they all built to be invincible until they fall and need to climb back up like that and they fall again and climb back up again, it becomes harder every time. I really mm-hmm. believe that. And uh, to see the, I don't want to say this day, but to see how much he, how well he took that title defense loss oh, yeah. against a fifth ranked guy that came in there saying, I don't care about whatever happens. I don't care about the belt. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to punch you in the face, guy with highlights, pretty boy. He offended him. He offended Izzy mm-hmm. and Izzy showed no emotion in losing. He didn't show that he wanted to fight back and win if for his but for himself, or for his legacy. He did not leave it all on the line or the fourth and fifth round. He did not. So I didn't give too much thought about what's next for him because I stopped caring.
0: I think it's a bounce back because he's still popular. He still will have pay-per-view buys. He'll He'll sell the fight, but there's not another person in that division right now that i think is going to sell that fight more than izzy so i think even if we agree or don't agree the
1: police police can't yeah
0: for the ufc it makes perfect sense all right so we got the we got the sean strickland talking about the sean's let's talk about o'malley brother is he that good as as far as is he that
1: good that good to be the world champion yes sir yes why he just not he just called what's going to happen his coach is not the best coach ever. I know I Welch for a while, but he's the best coach for Sean O'Malley. He braised the kid. I know what it's like to raise from scratch. And he was, uh, you know exactly how he moves. He said in the second round, you're going to frustrate him with his, your footwork in and out side to side, he will overcommit. By the first round, just be patient. By the second round, he's going to overextend and catch him with the right hand and drop him on the second round. And exactly what happened person calling the shots back then was Conor McGregor, but not the coach, exactly with the fighter. Also, if I may, he walked in. I pay attention to everything. is my job. I watch. Sean O'Malley was walking in. He looked to me nervous. It looked like he was not his element. He was nervous. He was going against the best ever. I, I called. Oh, my goodness. As soon as they sent, they sized each other up, and he was different. He was ready. When he was moving side to side and I see what he was doing, personally, the best asset that I've seen they the show, a guy that's doing it, yeah, he's good enough to be a champion to be his first title defense, title shot ever, versus the, 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 the greatest of all time, and what is the best attribute, the best quality he showed in the fight, not the right hand, we know his right hand was, was tough, you know his right hand is his best weapon, the patience, mm-hmm. the patience to know that Aljo is not gonna take me down for a whole round, and if you watch that round over and over again, it was the most beautiful switch stepping, at least shuffle, side to side, in and out movement, he could not find a stake down. Mm-hmm. The patient he had for five minutes to then make Aljo overextend the greatest bantam weight and catch him the way he said I was gonna catch him, tell him if the guy's good enough. It'd be so, Peter even if it was, even if it was a, a wrong decision, just the fact that there was a decision that was controversial, it's Peter Jan, man.
0: Yep. So Aljo, I think, slept on O'Malley. On that overhand, in um, that extension, I think he slept on him, and I think he got slept for sleeping on him.
1: Can I go up right off? You said mm-hmm. watch the corners. Yeah, I really I watched the fight so many times. Listen, I love Matt, I love Rod Long. Matt Sarah has been one of friends of mine. Love you, Matt, for twenty years. You hurt me so much, but the fight is what the corner says. First round, O'Malley went back after the first round. Tim goes perfect. That's beautiful. Now keep doing the same thing and walk on the counters and more usual kicks to make him commit. That's exactly what he said. On Alju goes, it's time to put him pressure. Let's go, let's go, Alju, take him down, put him on the ground, pressure, 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 pressure. So Alju goes, okay, it's one round too much of joking around here. He did exactly what he was told. He put the pressure, and if you see, he knows when he made a mistake. He threw the jab, and he goes, he saw the counter punch come. Before he could throw the cross, just close it. There was a million, he knows I'm done here. He put the pressure, he listened to his coaches, he went forward, he took one split second of recklessness, and he it paid cost for him. it, it cost yep. him ever. The Rich Franklin, Kung Lee fight, I can go all day, that one split little mistake, you can be the greatest, have the greatest camp of you ever had, have ten, 100 weapons to show, but if you get caught first, you show nothing, it's over, it's over, it's fighting.
0: I think he's, I think, to answer that question, um, is he the best fighter we've ever seen? No. No. But is he good for the UFC? 100%. Is it talented? They're looking, the UFC's been looking to replace McGregor, that McGregor pay-per-view buy for a long time. O'Malley can be that person for them. Now, what's next for O'Malley? Because that's, that's the question.
1: question. And Henry Cejudo.
0: Well, Henry Cejudo would sell that they'd be the best fight for pay-per-views, yes. hand, hands down. But if you feed him against a Corey Sandhagen, I'm going to say feed him, that fight would be a great fight to watch. But I don't think it's great for the UFC because I think that fight goes either way. But I think, I if think be San- San-
1: Hagen. No, Grant's I think hagen
0: has got a chance. But it, to, of course he does. Right. So Hudo I mean, has a chance. Yes. But yes. who makes the most money for the UFC right now? I
1: think he's gonna go. Yeah, that was good. Good. Good job, bro, man. That was a good call. Sanhagen and O'Malley are more similar in style, and mm-hmm. diversity, all the things that they do, the the, the 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 variety of the movement that they have. Beautiful fight. Mm-hmm. Can go either way. The, the people love to see the fight. Yep. We're, Henry Cejudo would smash him again, take him to the ground, and take all his credibility. And Henry
0: Cejudo sells pay-per-views. Yes. By himself, he sells them. He does. So now you put him.
1: How does Henry, I don't know, how, how is he every backstage of every UFC, is the first one that calls anybody out? How is he allowed there? This guy. Because as he's soon a, as somebody goes, hey, you. Yep. He goes, I've just got my belt. What you doing here? I got to I, warm-up fight, fight, fight you. for you, son. Yep. I want to fight you. He's always there. Henry props to you for that.
0: I think we see something. I think we see something like a Cheeto Vera or something like that, which is not going to be a walkthrough fight. But I, call I, I think I think they need. I think O'Malley needs to make some money for the UFC right now. I think if you give him a Henry Cejudo right now, I think we we press our luck. They did it with McGregor. Watch what they did with McGregor. They were feeding McGregor, you know, in the top ten number eight number nine you know uh, like feeding him up um but when he had guys that he should have been fighting good, that he wasn't fighting
1: but what sean did was this if everybody ever sean fought hard guys already sean had been set up now O'Malley three times to lose and he keeps winning despite of what split decisions are because y'all don't know what split decisions are i have six split decisions wrong, right going wrong way so despite of it peter yawn he beat whoever else very high ranked he beat chirovera mm-hmm. beat him because of the broken foot i was there for the fight makes much sense to give it to Cheeto and he won after the fight he goes Cheeto won yeah I bet it was boring because oh yep. yeah he'll defend against Cheeto it's an easier fight for him mm-hmm. Cheeto didn't show that much evolution as much as I expected
0: I think that's the I think that's the fight we see if I'm picking a fight we're going to see it's going to be him I don't want to see him fight Peter Young again I'm, I'm, I agree I'm not you. I'm not interested in that one I would actually like to watch the Sandhagen fight I just don't think it's a good fight for the UFC not right now I don't think it's, it's a good falling, fight
1: all right. it's going to be this it's going to be Cheeto first Marco words. and hey. then Corey St. Hagen said, Where the
0: money is. Yes. Corey follow the money.
1: Second. So he can probably defend the title. Follow the money. Twice, but then here he's going to commit to ruin the party.
0: Follow the money. Yes, sir. If you follow the money, then the, the trail makes sense. We got to remember the UFC is in there to, it's a business. Um, it's not the best fighters that make, make the best fighters for the UFC. And that's what we got to keep reminding people. All right. So um, let's let's talk a little bit about um, Grasso versus uh, Shevchenko. Number two. Number two fight. I'm
1: still caught up with what he said. It's all about the money.
0: It's all about the money. Follow and the trail. It
1: used to be like that, guys. Watch the old school fights. Yep. Uh, kind of sad, but let's go how it is. Now, that's just such a trend. It's not about the money. It's about the passion to fight and to be the world champion. It should be. The money's going to show anyway.
0: Sometimes. So, yeah. Sometimes. Pay-per-view is where it's at. It's um, all right. So Shevchenko, nah, um, nah. she defends the title seven freaking times. Um, Isn't that a curse, pretty
1: much? There, she of the
0: amazing. Usman
1: was seven times, and then everybody's going to defend the eighth time.
0: And she, she is one of my favorite fighters to watch, mm-hmm. right? So she loses to, to Grasso um, by face crank, which is also the same way that McGregor lost, I'm just gonna throw that out there. She tapped. Um, yeah, she tapped, it's 100, well, so did McGregor. Um,
1: Is it, it, it hurts more than sometimes a choke puts you out. Yeah, that man. Crank or break or like,
0: track. I don't care what people say, like, that hurts. You know, I wouldn't tap from that. Yes, you would, yes, you'd go to sleep anyway. And you wouldn't do that from your couch at home anyway. All right, so, what do you think about that fight coming? Do we see the same Shevchenko? What are we gonna get out of her?
1: Valentina, despite being um, a champion for a long time, despite being poised and working hard, she uh, is emotional she's taking this sport. She's a woman, <laughs> she's a woman. She's gonna be more personal, this she's, gonna, she's gonna make sure, I think this time she'll come in with fire on her to try to really make an example to prove that there was a complete fluke. So, uh, grass Gras is tough. Grass got good boxing. Damn Gras, she's good, she's, she's durable. Shevchenko was surprised, Valentino was su- surprised to she's su- such a durable girl with strong hands, she didn't fight her best fight. But still, Valentina is my favorite female fighter of all time. Yep. Most technical, most explosive. Next to Nunes. Is she really, Nunes- Nunes is, Nunes is my, my favorite. I was role. gonna say so next I'm to Nunes. You're in a different league completely. I mean, they are in a different league. So even Valentina, you're in different completely. You're the GOAT of females of all time. But Shevchenko, as far as all the weapons she has, all the arsenal, and she comes to fight, she should be able to hurt Grasso and get a title back.
0: Yeah, I think, I think we see I think we see it come back. Um, say I'm, say stop stop I'm not, actually not excited. Stop. I'm actually excited to see the fight. When is that fight? Um, that's this weekend coming. All right, so speaking of which, let's do the UFC 294 preview, right? So we're talking about 294, all right? We've got Islam versus Oliveira. Give it to me. What do you got?
1: I want to say anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> I not want to say anything right now. I don't want to take pictures right now, man. Why don't you go first?
0: So... That's a good, it's a good fight, but what what version of Oliveira do we get? Um, I don't, I, I think Oliveira beats Islam on Oliveira's best day, but what version do we get? And I, like most fans out here, would love to see that victory. I would love to see it. That's um, a good man. Um, he's good on and off the mat. He's good on and off the cage. Um, you know, you have a personal relationship with him, so I get to hear all about him, talk to him through you. Um, I really want to see that victory for him, and I think he's shown... What I look for in a fighter is adversity. If you're 10-0 against people that you should beat anyway, like, is it? It's boring to me. His story, upsets, losses, um, wins over yeah, people yeah. that he has no place in. I really want that story. It's the Rocky. It's uh, the it's the Brazilian Rocky you know, for me. Can I
1: say the bad thing? Because I love him so much. The story I can fight for you and how beautiful the story is. I think matchups, it's bad. styles <laughs> make matchups. Styles make matchups. So I say I don't like when people go. This guy beat this guy like this, and that guy beat this guy. So, if they fought, you cannot ever go by that. No? Never. Like, he beat this, he beat this easy. People that go the kind of numbers in fighting is stupid. Going back, I think Charles is, yeah. I never never bet against Charles Oliveira. Look what I did to Gage. I didn't think I thought it was going to be hardest fight It was just, mm-hmm. But I realized, and I watched it again, he hit that right hand four times before he actually dropped him. He landed a con right four times. I just think Islam is a little... Charles is not he's not durable as far as physicality. Yeah. So that's the only thing. He's very crisp. He's very. He strikes a great. That power in his hands and feet. But if they, when they grab a hold of each other, it's a complete different game. It really is. And I think uh, Islam is probably twice as strong as he is. Mm-hmm. So they're on the ground. If he locks a triangle and armbar, he'll pull off. But if the guy squeezes him, Charles knows he knows how strong he is. He's not gonna stand up. He's very durable. He's a very big guy. So I don't like that fight, I don't.
0: Well, I'm not going to give predictions on like it, it, but no. I know who I want to win. So if you're asking want, me what I want to see.
1: I want y'all to submit him and knock him out. Mm-hmm. I want, because he, he is a miracle man. He pulls all kinds, he pulls it. He pulls it out of his butt, he does. Submissions, back takes, he does. But I, the guy is very dominant. Yep. And I think the only guy that could have really beat him was my favorite of all, so my favorite fighter, powerful, is Volk man. Volkanovski, for me, is, is is the epitome of uh, technical, explosive, endless cardio in a dog. Oh, in one fight, the best pound for pound right now is a Lasagna. It's Alex Volkanovski, Alexander Volkanovski. To me, is the best fighter right now.
0: And, bro, and let's talk about Hamzet versus Paula Costa. Before I ask you, uh, I've been following today, I've been following on Twitter, um, their interactions between Hamzat uh, and Paula Costa. Uh, one
1: one Dude conspiracy.
0: Hamzat, whoever is running his media, helping him, advising him, he they're not doing it. a good job. They're not doing a good job for Hamzat. He literally he is, is threatening saying. the life of Paula Costa. But here's the deal. If I'm Paul Costa, I think it's true. I think Hamzat is gonna try to murder him before in the, the fight week, the upcoming, like the weigh-ins. I think like he needs to be aware, like this dude's out of his freaking mind. Um, all I hear now is the, well, he missed weight by eight and a half pounds. First off, that that's not true. Um, Hamzat did miss weight, but they stopped him. He was four pounds, and, yeah. and you've cut around Russians. I, uh, recently, we were with a whole group of uh, Russians in uh, for one of the Bellator fights, and one of the fighters was 20 pounds over the night before, the night before weigh-in. And I watched them deliberately cut weight. They will cut weight till they die. Yes, they won't put- So they stopped him from cutting four pounds out. He goes and hydrates, and they say he's eight and a half pounds over. Like, he would have made weight. Agreed. But they Agreed. gotta let him do his job. Like you know, we're soft out here um, to protect the fighters. No, we we, we were soft. He would have made weight.
1: It did not used to be that way. No, it, it didn't. We they didn't care. Out a yeah, lot. Today. They didn't care.
0: So I'm I'm really tired of hearing that narrative about Hamzat quit weight. No, he didn't. He was doing what every other fighter does, and wasn't he didn't know that we were that soft here in the country. So that fight, Hamzat polacosta Hamzat all day. Man, I don't see. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see a good fight. There's but no man, time. he's going to do the same thing he does. He is going to steamroll him. Um, he is going to put him against the cage. He's going to take him down. He's going to beat Hamzad, him up.
1: Didn't Hamzat just beat Gilbert? Yeah. Yeah. And that was Gilbert at his best. He took the fight. Mm-hmm. Paulo Costa is not, sorry, Paulo, but I know you're bigger, but Gilbert Burns is one of the best pound for pound out there right now. And he hung. So out had his chance of, of meeting his match and have to go to distance because I'm not going to put this guy way that easy. That was Gilbert. But he beat him. Now he's probably better, meaner. He is, and you say that guy is another guy. Like, <laughs> like learn. You, he doesn't have to learn to do an interview, learn to talk to people. Instead of I'm gonna kill you. yeah. I can't stand it. Loud and Ugh. screaming, I like, do in an interview. You shout. He's talking about him. killing
0: his fan, bro. Yeah, the like stuff, he's, the nah, stuff he's, the stuff he's putting in writing. He is putting some stuff in writing where you're reading it, going, bro. Can he write? Uh, somebody is. Oh. Or there's a good translation not, for it. I
1: don't care if you gets mad at me. Like, you act, you act. I'm doing the truth here. Fighters should be an example. Fighter should be an example of hard work, of uh, tenacity, of overcoming adversities, of uh, an example to yep. inspire, to motivate people. Like fighters, like Randy Couture was, like Rich Frank, like all these great champions were. George St-Pierre, you walk into the cage and say that you're going to kill everybody and scream, yeah, in the microphone and pretend that you don't speak English. You just threaten everybody in lives. Like even if you're a champion, who's gonna care for you? or wanna hear you scream well, at the well, camera all the time. It's annoying. Well,
0: listen. Based on what you just said, um, Strickland said in his post-fight interview, I barely have. Like Hamza, I barely right? have a GED. Yeah. I'm not your. I'm not the person you should be looking up to. Your kids shouldn't be looking up to me, and you shouldn't be looking at me. Yeah. I'm not your person. Mm-hmm. Like he made it very clear. Yeah.
1: Like, so Hamza, do the same.
0: Yeah, I don't think we see that out of saying? Hamza. I, don't, I think he's nuts. But, you know, heaven forbid, I think Paulo Costa. we'll find out this week. But I'm telling you, he's, gonna, he's he, serious about what he's saying. He's
1: an amazing fighter. He's going to win.
0: Yeah, for he, sure. He's
1: just one guy can be a, the potential to be a champion. Champion. Strickland said before that he had an altercation with Hamza, right? Because he was going to his gym and beating all his, his sparring partners. Mm-hmm. What is I have? 185-er? Why does he fight Strickland?
0: I mean, it could be something we see in the future. Could be.
1: That's a good fight. So, dogs.
0: I mean, we got the Sean show, the Sean's show. You know, I think Shawn's it's show, the, the Sean's show. show. Um, I think it's it's crazy to think what we're going to see. I'm excited to see some of these fights that are coming up on the card. Um, I can't wait to get back and talk to you. But thank you guys for listening to the Raise Your Diamond podcast. Here again with Professor George Cajot, Dave Fluffy Reeves. Be sure to check us out on the Raise Your Diamond podcast. and That's wherever you get your podcasts. And check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Again, at, at the Raise Your Diamond podcast. Thanks, folks. Have a good day.
1: Thanks, guys.